I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, we're all full of Mexican food, or as you call it, food. Yeah. Yeah. Mama's cooking. Uh, yeah. It's all right. I feel very, you know, it was very fancy, though. Was it? Yeah. It was on know, a square all that stuff plate. Out of, yeah, It was exactly. like from New York five years ago. Mm-hmm. What, what, what shape do you think they use now? Gosh, I don't know. Seashell? Seashell shape? Yeah. I've heard that mostly in New York, you just eat off of naked ladies. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. Do you have to pay a different price for whatever end you're at? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which... <laughs> right? Yeah. Because it's but, much harder to eat off of a person's feet than sure, it is from their belly. But it's, you know, it's harder, but you can get, you know, you get like your Quentin Tarantino's paying an extra premium because he likes that. Right. You know, so they know there's going to be some celebrity uh, <laughs> with a foot fetish that'll pay extra for that. Is, is really, he famous for that? He's like yeah, a famous foot I fetishist. Mean, I, don't, I don't know how famous he is for it, but he's, he's probably famous for making movies. Sure. You know, with foot witty, fetish with witty racist dialogue. Yeah. And then probably some gawker story about sucking on some woman's feet. Is that what it is? I, like, and, I, until recently, I was not aware that he left the feet. It. I think it's going around. Huh. I think okay. he's, maybe he's just indulging it more in his old age. I see. You know, it's like, you know what? Fuck it. I am who I am. The heart wants what it wants and it wants to jack off on these feet. <laughs> okay. And just pulls out his heart plug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, sorry. man. Yeah. This is a real specific fetish and I can only indulge it once. Right. So lucky you. Sure. You're the one that gets to tell this story to the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I was really disappointed when, um, this is a moment in the show when we have a uh, Dune talk. Our old business is, in fact, about Dune. <laughs> is it so, really? Yeah, it's going to work. Perfect. I, let's be honest, Roy. <laughs> it's most like the, of the cycle moments, of Dune. <laughs> most of the moments in the history of this show are moments where we talk about Dune. Sure. Uh, I was really disappointed when I first read the books that that wasn't a thing in the books. Oh, the heart plugs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's, it was super it was creepy. Really it seemed it like really it should have been part of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was really, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, just like, just the. And like, the weirding modules, that also wasn't a thing. Yeah. And that was super cool. Yeah. Right? Where uh, his his name was a killing word. Mm-hmm. Cha. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. Right? Yep. Which, right. which is strange because his girlfriend was, her name was Chani. Yeah. Like it. Should have been her name. Right. Like you'd say cha knee and then it would hit shoot a beam at their knee. Exactly. That's, how you would, that's like if you were the Terminator uh-huh. trying not to kill anyone so that John <laughs> Go Connor for the Chinese disappointed in you. <laughs> yeah. This is a crossover. Mm-hmm. Do you think there'll ever be a Terminator <laughs> versus Dune? There should be. In an alternate universe, we have made that movie. <laughs> We've dedicated our lives to making that movie. <laughs> like a like American movie where we're that guy. I never saw that. I didn't either, but I feel like I know a lot about it. I feel like I mostly know that that guy was just sort of a sad, sad mid- Midwestern guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. But he made his dreams come true, right? I guess he got a movie made about him and his movie, but then I think the movie came out and no one liked it because it was obviously not going to be any good. Huh. Okay. Anyway. I don't know. Yeah. Good luck, guys. Roy, yes. do, you wanna, do you have any? Do you have anything going on in your life that you want to talk about? Uh, well, I went up to Prescott, the town of our birth. Mm-hmm. Of That's not there. true. Uh, the town of our high school. It was the town right? of the birth of our friendship. 
Sure, that that is very true. Um, and I went there with Corinne and Cora, who's my our daughter, and we not stayed with and, my mother. Not yours and mine. This no. isn't like a my two dads situation. <laughs> no, it's not. Good because I don't want to be the Paul Riser. You're the one with the beard, right? And, and he was the artist, right? Yeah, the artist had the beard. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what Paul Riser was. Probably some sort of accountant. I think he was a writer. Yeah. Yeah, and the other guy's name last name was artist. Okay. Right? <laughs> Arsist. So Paul Reiser was a writer and Paul Arsist, Arsist. was an artist. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Checks out. It was beautiful. You know, like you kind of knew what was going on, but mm-hmm. it's hidden. Yeah. And then their, and then their <laughs> their third cousin, Paul Racist, they never really talked to him. Nope. <laughs> Um, so I went up there, uh, partly for, you know, I guess because he was a rapist. I think that my joke was supposed to be rapist, but then it would, that's not how that works. Oh, the dang pattern it. that I established was S into T. What's Do you want to segue into Hitler talk? <laughs> sure. Might as uh, well. You know, the Baron Harkonnen, a uh, lot like Hitler in a lot of ways. That's true. Hitler also installed heart plugs mm-hmm. in his uh, generals so that he could uh, kill them at any moment. At a mm-hmm. whim. Yeah. On a whim. In, in a whim. Well, in, in his... <laughs> yeah, in his whimmy van. That's not, not a thing. You'll cut this out, right? <laughs> you bet. Um, so I went up to Prescott with Corinne and Cora, and we stayed with my mother, and I learned how to uh, do decorative painting. And peyote. And, pe- and I went on a spirit journey. <laughs> Who was your Vision animal? quest. Penguin. Okay. Was it possessed by a celebrity? No, my spirit animal is not a penguin. It is a... It's probably just a cat. Yeah? Yeah. What, what would he say to you? If your spirit cat could give you one piece of advice, three words, what would those words be, Roy? Stop jerking off. <laughs> really? Yep. This is like a Lent cat? Yep. Okay. Stop drinking off for as long as it took Jesus to do whatever in a desert. I don't know. Like, well, that was 40 I, days and 40 nights. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of time to fill. Yeah. What would you do? Just drink more, I guess. Uh-huh. Drink more grasshopper. What if Lent, what if Lent had to, was like a cumulative where like every Lent you had to not do whatever you did last year because you've proven that you can do that and then you also had to not do something else. Mm. And you keep adding them. Yeah. And eventually like the uncreative people just die at Lent because they're like, well, they fuck, stop there's eating, nothing left stop... except breathing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's possible. You can go 40 days without eating like that James Franco movie. <laughs> what was that? I think that was like 40 hours and it wasn't so much that he wasn't. <laughs> wasn't eating, it 128 saw hours or... or something? Uh-huh. Man, I don't know. This is, remember how good the last episode was? Sure, yeah. Uh, those were the days. Uh, thanks, everybody. Um, so I learned how to uh, do some painting, and it was a lot of fun. I we stayed with, or I didn't. We didn't stay with them at all. We stayed with my mother, and I went over to uh, Mike and Jody Moss's house, which is super awesome. It's a hogan. Uh, what's a hogan? Maybe it's not a hogan. It's a Paraguay? No, that's not a thing. That's a country. Yurt? No. No, it's a hogan. It's like a a dome structure made out of sticks. Okay. And that's what they live in? 
S- sort of. So it's like sort of living. Well, I <laughs> I they think do, you would sort of call it living. They're um, the people that they bought it from. I think those are the builders, and it was a, a large structure which didn't have any rooms off of it. So it was just like a one room, um, you know, house. And then once they bought it, there was like sort of a house built next to it. So the one room structure is the living room and the kitchen, right? And then it has a door and, you know, you go upstairs and there's like a bedroom and there are bathrooms downstairs and other other rooms. So they just built an entire house next to this shitty non-house. It's super, super cool. You know what surprises me about this story? Uh, that someone who would build a Hogan would believe in the concept of property ownership and be able to sell that Hogan to someone else. <laughs> wow. You, really? Like, it seems like maybe they would just be like, oh, we played the drums together. This is yours now. Well, I don't know how they acquired the home. Okay. Like they, might have, they might have paid in drum circle it's po- minutes. It's possible, but... They paid in beats. <laughs> I think maybe they would have loved to have paid in beats, but I don't, I don't think that they did. Um, but they have a studio and a few horses and some chickens all and a lot of cats. Room? No, they're all spread out around the property. But um, Jody was kind enough to show me her techniques and you know what to do and that sort of thing. Her techniques for horse jumping, for painting. Does she paint from the back of a horse? I don't think she ever has, but it might increase the value. She could do like a Lady Godiva, uh, uh, Maude Lebowski uh, kind of thing where she painted naked from the back of a horse by just like slinging paint at things. That's possible. I don't know if that's the direction she's going to go. <laughs> that's. I feel like it would be harder to find commissions for that for like a hotel or there, whatever. There might be, but you know, I mean, if they know the backstory, then maybe maybe commissions would just roll in. I don't know. What do you think, Jody? I think it seems like a pretty good idea. Uh-huh. So that's all I'm saying. And you can license that plan for me for only uh, 40% of the gross. Sure. Um, would be pretty gross. <laughs> sure. I think uh, Mike would also really like to uh, spend some time with you personally, Zach. Oh, yeah. Because he uh, is into board games and so are you. And he really wants to play some sort of art forgery board game. No, it's not an art forgery board game. It's an art restoration board game. I'd turn it into an art forgery board game. Oh, by wow. cheating. Turn it around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how you play it. Subvert the expectations. No, I wouldn't. I, Roy, you hate board games. I do not hate board games. Oh. You just hate complicated I love board Monopoly. Games? You love Monopoly. Yeah. I don't love Monopoly. No, I know you don't. I hate games um, that are like homework. No games are like homework. Games are like the reward that you give yourself no, when you've not. done all your homework. There are lots of games that are about making lists and telling you about capitals around the world. And, you know, like no one knows that Helena is the capital of Montana. It's true. You're Nobody never going to win that. Nobody does. Is that true? Yeah, it is true. Yeah, you're right. No one does know it. Yeah. No one here, at least. Yeah, you would have said Montana City, right? I would have. Yeah. The capital of Illinois is Illinois City. Exactly. The capital of Maine. Why is aren't Maine all City. the capitals like that? They right? should, yeah. Arizona City. Arizona City, yeah, exactly. Yeah. California City. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma City. Alaska City. Hawaii City. Mm-hmm. But you know where it gets tricky is Washington, DC. Ah, uh, Washington, DC City. Oh, okay. It's fine. Yeah, it's not hard. New York City. Mm-hmm. Well, there you, there go. you go. Yeah, it makes sense. Louisiana City. 
mm-hmm. Florida City. Mm-hmm. How many more? Ohio City. Arkansas City. Yep. Kentucky North Dakota City. City. Tennessee City. Yep. Wyoming City. Did you say Oklahoma City? I did. Okay. Nevada City. Rhode Island City. <laughs> Delaware Maine City. City. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, do, do you have a t- 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 topic? I do. Uh, my Little Pony. I don't have anything to say about My Little Pony. How do you feel about bronies? I don't like them. I think they're creeps. Mm-hmm. And why Why do you say that? I don't know. It just seems like a subculture that has the wrong reasoning mm-hmm. <laughs> behind it. I, sh- I mean, I'm probably alienating a lot of our listeners who are bronies, and I'm sorry, but that's fucking weird. Okay. Bronies are a subculture that feel to me likely to, and I was talking to somebody else about this, and they said, that seems like the kind of thing where it's like not just a subculture you're into, but it's like a thing where you're going to like come out to your parents that you are in love with and going to marry one of the characters. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, you know, the the sort of like anime girl. You mean like Rainbow Dash? Set. Yeah, like, yes, yeah, specifically Rainbow Dash. Is Flat that relationships. And you can't marry Rainbow Dash because I'm married to Rainbow Dash. I think that's oh. the, the primary conflict there. Huh. All right. What do you think about bronies? Well, um, in the time that we've been up in Prescott, uh, we have, n- no, <laughs> we have indulged Cora in watching some, you know, Netflix kid shows and she really wanted to see the pony show and we watched some of it. And, uh, the way my mother described it, because she wanted to know what is it that Cora is talking about with these ponies? And she said, it is very stupid. And I feel that it is very stupid. Did she say it was as stupid? <laughs> no, she said stupid. Oh, yeah? In English. Um, Why does she call me a sack? If she, if she can say stupid without putting the A in front of it. No, no, no. That's an endearment. Oh. That's because she really oh. likes you. Okay. And thinks she's of you a, as, She's uh, given me a nickname. As, a sack. And, and she a thinks sack. of me as like a little sack, like a bundle of joy. Yeah, exactly. Okay, good. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how an adult male or female could really get into it. I mean, I remember seeing a little bit of it and thinking like, all right, that's kind of clever. Like this is clearly written by like 30 year old dudes. Sure. But it's not as, it doesn't hold up in the same way that something like, you know, adventure Adventure time Time. does. And I knew you were going to say that because it's interesting to watch. And this is sort of like, it wears pretty thin. The way that uh, our friend Al- Alberta describes it is that it's very sassy. Hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of tood. Yeah. It has a rude tood. But on the other hand, I want to say, I, I, th- this is my plug, is we decided to try out a Tinkerbell story. I don't know what a Tinkerbell story is. It's a, like there's a series of movies about Tinkerbell, you know, like from Neverland. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. No, I'm familiar. Okay, you know what Tinkerbell is? She's a fairy. These are like fairy stories. When you look at the cover of one of those stories, it looks like a cheap 3D animation Barbie type of movie. And it totally isn't. They're super interesting, really well written, executive produced by John Lasseter. Okay. A good, solid cast of people who are consistent from story to story. So it's like a little kind of a Pixar Jr. sort of thing? It's, it totally is. Really well done. I would highly recommend that, especially to any parents that don't give a shit about My Little Pony. Okay. Or or the quality of the entertainment that their children see. 
Oh, sure. Oh, they do give a shit about that. I yeah, guess. that do, that do not like My Little Pony and are like, what, what can those we are be your... watching? They're too sassy. I want something that is less sassy. All right, more thoughtful. Yeah, like, watch, watch so, a Tinkerbell story. So then does it have the Pixar sort of like every episode is kind of a rumination on mortality? No, sorry. Like, is it, is it about like loss? There is a certain amount of loss. Yeah, some despair. Um, there is something that is really interesting about it. It tells you some origin stories. So these take place long before Peter Pan. And you see Hook as a young pirate. Oh, right? no. So there's some of that. So it tells I, you about how tragedy in your youth can turn you into a villain. Uh, he's kind of villainous from the beginning. Oh, gosh. But, you know, I mean, he's in his So 30s. it teaches you that we're predestined to be whatever it is that we're going to be, and you shouldn't even try. Well, it doesn't go that far back. Just shit's going to happen, and then you're going to die, and everything is terrible. Exactly. Okay. Tick, tick, tick. It seems, that seems fine. You do, hear, you do hear the clock. Do you? Yeah. I forget. Like, an alligator ate his heart, and he had to replace it with an alarm clock? <laughs> no, I think the alligator swallows an alarm clock by accident. And also his heart. And so whenever he hears the ticking clock, he knows that's the alligator that has his heart. Oh, is there a heart part to that? I thought, why does he care about the alligator? Like, oh, because the alligator is after him in particular. I thought it was that like, it ate his nose or something, and that's how he, why he has a hook ate nose. his hand. Okay. Oh, right. That's the thing. He eats his hand and gets a taste for hook and wants the rest of him. I see. And also, and then he clock. also ticks. Yeah. So whenever he hears it's the like clock, an unrelated ticking, incident. Yeah. He also ate a clock. It wasn't like Hook was holding a clock. Well, like, maybe he was. This is my I favorite clock. Oh, no. My hand and my clock. That was also my favorite hand. Shit. How am I going to fill the days now? And then John Lasseter says, you can't say shit in this movie. It's for kids. Right. And he says, well, I'm sorry, John Lasseter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's that. Tinkerbell stories. Tinkerbell stories. Good. On Netflix. I made a video game, sort of. I started working on a new video game. I was in, I was here in Phoenix for a while. Mm -hmm. Not not hanging out with you because you you left town. You fled. You uh, fled the scene okay. when you heard I was coming. You but, did say you were going to come and visit, but that didn't happen. Oh, that's true. I say a lot of things, Roy. Yep. Anyway, I flew a programmer out here from the from the northern wilds of of Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. And uh, we started working on a new video game, and I think it's going to be pretty good. But weren't you already working on that game? Sort of. We were working on data structures for it, and we were working on, you know, the actual sort of plotting of, out of how it's going to go. But we didn't have, like, an actual thing that was the game, and mm -hmm. now we kind of do. Cool. Okay. So, do you want to say what it's called or anything? Called West of Loathing. You can see almost nothing about it at westofloathing.com. Mm-hmm. You're not going to upload like a little sample video? No, I probably will. I'll probably okay. make a video soon. I can now. Yeah. Maybe I'll make some animated GIFs. That'd be great. You know, by the time this episode comes out, you know, maybe people could see something. I think it's the kind of thing where I'm all of the marketing that we do for this game is going to have to be video because in screenshots, it just looks like nothing. It just looks like sure. a bunch of stick figure drawings. But moving around, it looks good because you know who's cool? Wes the animator. Mm -hmm. Wes the animator is cool. He's Wes Tavloving. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Ah, uh, Roy? Yes. We got some old business to take care of. Okay, and what is it? Dank Guggs writes, 
I've been going back through the archives and listening to back episodes in honor of your glorious return, so I have an extremely late suggestion for Dune-themed Denny's dishes. Awesome. The Flying Fat Man, a half-pound cheeseburger loaded with bacon and other bad stuff. But if you tell the waitress, give the Harkonnen a blade, it's a grilled chicken and vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You'll save that for Better. for the bar? Oh, yeah, yeah. When we open a bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dune theme bar. We'll do it. Yeah, the you'll get the you'll get the f- what was he fade fade Rotha? No, yeah, fade no, Rotha. Fade Rotha was Sting. Right. Oh Fre- sure, Fremen fries. Uh, yeah, I thought he was named Sting because of that movie. Oh yeah, yeah, because of the, his knife. Oh, I thought he was the sword from uh, the Hobbit. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> they just find him because I knew about Sting before I read the Hobbit, so I was like, oh, weird. Why? There's just a the guy from the police is in this cave. Sure. Been there for a hundred years. You know, you know why they called him that, right? Mm-mm. Why his nickname was Sting? In college, he used to wear a sweater that was like striped like a wasp. Okay. That's oh. why they called him Sting. That tracks. And he's also a white Anglo-Saxon. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So he's like a wasp. Mm-hmm. I see. Is he Protestant? I don't know. I, I assume like, that. I thought he was like tantric. <laughs> yeah, he's tantric. Oh, do you think he's uncircumcised or circumcised? I don't know. Sting penis. What is it? His sting. Uh-huh. I think his sting is in a scabbard. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Because once you unsheath the crisk knife, it has to be <laughs> yeah. it has to, bathed in blood. It has to have sex for nine hours before you put it away. And it's either like, well, this is going to take weeks or uh, <laughs> learn some dumb <sighs> tricks. Uh-huh. Hmm. I think nine hours is too long for sex. I do too. I think Chris Knife is a pretty cool name for like a wrestler. <laughs> sure. Roy, we got a lot of people to help here. And yes. I think we should do it. <laughs> yes. But first, let's learn how to speak. Then, let's have a cocktail. Okay. Uh, Roy, this week's cocktail, uh, again, I'm going to have to apologize. Uh, I learned about Fernet. <laughs> For the previous show. And just wouldn't give it up. And then I looked up another another recipe with Fernet in it, and you'd think that I just would have decided not to do it. Uh, but this is a, uh, what is it called? A Fancy Uli cocktail. Fancy Uli? Fancy Uli. Yeah, it's about like that guy U-L-I? From, from Lake Wobegon. No, it's F-A-N-C-I-U-L-L-I. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it is basically a Manhattan, but with Fernet instead of the bitters, and also a lot more of it. Proportionally, it was like two parts bourbon, one part sweet vermouth, one part fernet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like real, real bitter. It's uh, it's mostly like the last cocktail. Yeah, it ta- it's tastes just as medicinal. I joked earlier, it's like a Dr. Manhattan because mm-hmm. it's a Manhattan that tastes extremely medicinal. And uh, it makes me want to wave my big blue dick around. Sure. Yeah. I mean, what doesn't really? Mm-hmm. Remember that one scene in The Watchmen where he is having sex with that lady and working at the same time? Sure. You yeah, wish you could do that, really, right? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So great. Wouldn't that and be great? And she was really upset she about it. She was super it. mad. But he was really good at sex. Yeah. And also taking engines apart. And also apart. really good at working, yeah. Like, yeah. I, pff, that's win-win. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's win-win-win. He wins and he wins twice and she wins once. Yeah. Or a few times, well, right? She might win multiple it, times. That seems like... Yeah, can't happen. I've heard. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's true. It's win-win disappoint. <laughs> if I was doing it. Anyway, uh, yeah. So this is not a cocktail that I would recommend. Although I'm drinking it and it's fine. It's just really bitter. Yeah. 
I, I can't say a whole lot for it. Yeah, it's like, um, it's like what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A bitter Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I would probably enjoy it if it was, you know, a third of the amount that's in it. Less Fernet mm-hmm. in it. Like yeah. if we had actually put in but, the Fernet in the proportions of bitters, just used the Fernet as bitters, sure. it would have kind of just yeah. been a Manhattan with a more herbal kind of bitters in it. Mm-hmm. I would be okay with that because I, I do kind of like the flavor, but it's it's a little bit too strong. It's overpowered. I mean, the, the, the Fernet just, it's like if it had mustard in it, you can only taste the mustard. I do like mustard though. Would you like a mustard in a Manhattan? The mustard I, I could probably Manhattan. like m- mustard infused vodka, gin. Huh. What if they uh, made oysters? a mustard, no. mustard vodka? I bet. That would be good in a hot dog bun. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Because then you're only eating hot dog buns, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, do you want to uh, do you want to get to helping some people? Sure. Yeah. Charlie Pumpkin says, ooh, this is a kind of a serious question. I'm a 41-year-old man. How much of my past life do I have to tell a prospective partner and at what stage, i.e. third date? Oh, by the way, I was part of an insurance fraud racket from age 22 to 34. We worked Europe. I ran a heroin habit the whole time. I also did jail in three countries, the last time in Cambodia. My fiancé died when I was 23, etc., etc. All true. Wow, that's super interesting. Yeah, what do you do? I don't know. So, it's seven years since... All of that ended. Presumably, uh-huh. he kicked the heroin habit. I feel like as long as you don't have any diseases or anything that could actually, you know, cause a new partner to come to harm, like, you could wait until she likes you to reveal all of those terrible secrets and then see what happens. I don't know that anyone would blame you for that. I certainly don't think that you need to, like... Well, I mean, I think you can just slowly be... Re- revealing things you don't have to say them all at once you that you had kind of a dark period in your life from 22 to 34 and you don't really want to get into it until you know her better and then maybe that's actually exciting and then when you do tell her date well he's suggesting on the third date oh i would would go first date date on that really yeah you you would set up the mystery on the first date no i'd just say then when would you you tell the details this is uh, weird. Like, what after if you your had first some, child. What if you had some horrible secret about yourself that would be off-putting to people who didn't know you? Does that mean that you can just never have love? It shouldn't. If it's a thing that, I mean, unless, or do you just, like, wait until you're on a first date with someone who, like, has enough fucked up shit in their own past that that doesn't put them off? No, I, th- I you know, I truly do believe this is that... Um, being honest is really important. It doesn't mean that you have to say everything all at once. Right. That is yeah. off-putting. But I don't think that you have to even set up a mystery. You're like, you know. No, but I, I mean, when do you tell somebody that you used to be addicted to heroin? Like, I would say that can wait. Like, if you're not, sure, if that you're can not wait. like meaningfully addicted to heroin and haven't been for the better part of a decade, like, mm-hmm. I don't know that that's a thing that needs to come up right away. Mm, I can, though. I mean, if she starts telling stories about the time that she was addicted to something or like she was just really into that song, Addicted to Love. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, you know, it's it's one of those things that if if you're honest at the beginning and it puts them off, then, you know, do you really want to be with them? I mean, if on the second you date know, she's like, hey, were you ever involved in an insurance fraud racket? Yeah, and I want to know. No. Yeah, then that's, then that's a cool. problem. Yeah, that's bad. You don't yeah. do that. Bit by bit. Yeah, a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. On the first date, you say, I... <laughs> Uh-huh. Second date, you say was. 
third day, you say involved. And then she's like, ooh, where's this going to go? Yeah, because mm-hmm. she doesn't know. But she'll want to keep going on dates with you sure, so she can yeah, hear the yeah. rest of the story. It'll keep her alive. Yeah. Second <laughs> Right? She won't kill you. <laughs> oh, I was going with the, you know, telling your Shahar- great-grandfather half of the story oh, every night. Oh, I thought you were going like Scheherazade. Like, uh, like he, oh, she's sure. going gonna to execute him as soon as the story's right. over. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to go with that. Um... Uh, 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 seeking Shelter in the Shire says, Disregarding Zach's advice, I want to buy a house. The problem is that I need at least 5% of the cost up front before I can get a mortgage. Ideally, I need at least 10,000 pounds, of which I currently have negative 1,000 pounds. Do you have hmm. any advice on how I can raise the funds before, for convenience, November? I lack the charisma for organized crime. You could try, like, a disorganized insurance fraud racket. And how, how do you go about that? Just, uh, like, get a bunch of insurance. Like just get into an accident? buy as much insurance as you can. And then just, like, yeah, just try to try to lose stuff or, like, burn things down by accident. Or, like, I mean, that's pretty disorganized, right? Like, Sure, yeah. You don't. Like, if you're clumsy enough. Just stumble about. basically just arson anything and no one will believe that you are capable of pulling it off on purpose. So you just have impunity. I accidentally arsoned that place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I just took out arson insurance mm-hmm. on. Yeah, it's such a weird coincidence. But, oh, hey, what a windfall. Mm-hmm. Time to buy a house. Uh, wh- what do you recommend? Oh, for getting 10,000 pounds in... When you're negative 1,000 pounds? Months, I would not... I would recommend not buying a house if you literally have no money at all. Sure. And, you know... Yeah, that's probably good advice. <laughs> Like, you know, if you had some money, I, I would probably not in the recent past have recommended buying a house because I still think that all of the houses that I ever bought were bad ideas. But that mm-hmm. does not mean that every house I might buy in the future would be a bad idea. Sure. Or that every house that everyone ever bought was a bad idea because it's clearly not true. You should move to Las Vegas. There's probably some cheap houses that you could are. buy for negative one, yeah, 500 you pounds. Could, yeah, you probably could. You could probably get like you could buy half of Detroit for negative 500 pounds. Mm-hmm. Or at least some good artwork, right? Do they sell a lot of good artwork? Do they pay mm-hmm. you to take a lot of good artwork in Detroit? That's been the argument, whether they should sell their art. Who? Detroit. Oh. Like that statue of Robocop that they kick-started? <laughs> yep. Did they really? <laughs> yeah. What about Rocky? Isn't he in Detroit also? No, he's in Philadelphia. No, Philadelphia. Yeah, right. and that was what they were basing the whole thing on. Uh-huh. He was like running up and down the steps of the Philadelphia Art Museum. Or whatever. You yeah, go there but, and but like, they took that statue down, didn't they? I don't think so. I think it's still there. Really? You go there and there's people doing that. Just huh. whenever we went there and there were people doing that. BMAC says, I'm going on a work trip for a week. What are some nice things I can do for my partner to let her know I'm thinking of her while I'm away? Uh, does she like sushi? Because if she does, I would hide some around the house so that she could find it. See, I was going to suggest like, you know, those uh, corpse flowers that bloom like once a decade and smell really, really potent. Uh-huh. Uh, you could find one of those that's going to bloom in four days and put that in a closet. So then when it happens and she calls you she's and she's like, what is this horrible smell here? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's that thing I left for you. You could um, 
Okay, so you guys probably have some like cute thing where you tell her like, oh, I like watching you sleep. And then she's like, oh, thanks. So what you do is you could hire a caricaturist to come up to the window of her bedroom while she's asleep uh-huh. and do a caricature of her oh. and then like nail it to the front door. Yeah. And then when she sees Thinking it, of you. Yeah, when she sees it, she'll call you because she's like, well, what the fuck? Some creep was drawing me while I was asleep. And then you'll be like, no, I hired that guy. And she'll be like, oh, mm hmm. Um, yeah, I think okay. that's good. So if, if you're in a situation where you are worried that, uh, she is cheating on you with your friend, Carl, mm-hmm. uh, you could text her a picture of Carl's dick. And then if she says, why did you send me a picture of Carl's dick? Oh yeah. You say, aha. Exactly. So that's like, I'm thinking of you and I don't trust you or Carl. <laughs> But then if she doesn't recognize the dick, then then what? You well, have to so get like, plastic surgery. Why did you send me a picture of your dick? And you're like, oh, no, she doesn't even know what my dick looks like. Exactly. Wow, I was wrong. I was right not to trust her. <laughs> thanks, Carl. Yeah. I mean, seriously, thanks, Carl. Like, you really you really helped me out. I mean, <clears throat> um, not a lot of people are willing to pose for somebody else to take a dick pic. You know what I do is I sometimes write messages on the bathroom mirror. Okay. Do you really? Mm-hmm. So that when it fogs up, the yeah. messages are okay, like red rum, you, you know, whatever. Cute, right? Yeah. Okay. I I do the actually do that. Must awaken. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. Or you know, a, a nice card under her pillow or his pillow. Who is this? Who's writing? It's male, a, it's female, a male to a female. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but she's gonna find that right away. You want so? that? You want the delayed reaction, like, oh, 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 okay. Give the tooth fairy a card. Okay. And then put a tooth under the pillow, because that takes a couple days. Yeah, but where are you going to find a tooth? You're going to have to take it from her so that the tooth fairy believes that. Oh, yeah, yeah. The tooth fairy is not going to come. You can't just like, you can't just like go down to the veterinary supply store and get a bunch of teeth for like feeding to your horse. Exactly. So just like bulk cadaver teeth right. to use as livestock feed. Sure. Right? It's calcium, mm-hmm. right? You, yeah. Horses need that. Yeah, you grind them up, feed them to your chickens, and then you turn you turn grandpa's teeth into <laughs> eggs to nurture the next generation. Yep. And become their teeth. It's the circle it's like of a mayfly. Life. Um fridge, right? <laughs> like hide stuff okay, in the fridge hide stuff in the fridge and then unplug it so when things start to stink a couple days later she'll open the fridge and be like oh right but wouldn't a, she be using the fridge during that whole time uh, maybe not maybe she's you know, she's like going out to dinner with carl every night while you're oh, right. while you're gone yeah you know? oh wait sorry just give carl a bunch of cool stuff to give to her like on every date that they go on okay good uh-huh but make sure you sign it your name so that Carl can't take credit. Right. Because he'll do that. He will. I mean, if he's trying to steal your woman, he's totally going to steal your, yeah, no, your flowers and chocolates. And, I mean, especially and, if your name is something that it's real easy to just like. Yeah, add don't a couple, just sign it. C. Add a couple lines to to mm-hmm. turn it into Carl. Like if your name is Laurel, <laughs> and he can just uh, he can just add an extra bar to the top of the L. Rarl. What well, other Rarl? You can't really do Rarl. Yeah, like it has to be a subset of Carl. Sure. You know, it could be car i uh ca- ca- capel <laughs> c-a-p-l could be your name then you just have to add the little bar to the r 
Yeah. Uh, C, <laughs> C Delta RL. You know, Cadeltral. That's You'll think name. of something. We're just spitballing here, but, you know, good luck. You got, you know, depending on how long you're going to be gone, I mean, you can just. He like, said a week. Yeah, you could just order stuff for her. Oh, sure. Do, do some Amazon. Yeah. You know, here's what you do you just. Right. Rearrange her Netflix queue. You know how you can, like, if you're buying cat food or deodorant or whatever on Amazon, it will be like, yeah, do you want to subscribe to this? Just find something, find a thoughtful gift for her and then just subscribe to it so it shows up every other day. And then, like, like no, what? No matter where you are, uh, I don't know. Some like sort a, of diamond like ring? A, yeah, a pair of earrings. Okay. So, just every couple days, she gets a fresh mm-hmm. pair of earrings and then she can just throw them away when she's done with them. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it's good. They surely have like an earring. That, of the that day way you service. can show how much of a baller you are. Mm-hmm. Lee from Cartagena, Spain says Dear Advice Hot Dog, I'm always torn between the idea of multitasking to get more done or engaging with a single activity to improve focus and do higher quality work. I have trouble answering this question even when it comes to leisure time. Should I play a game slash go run and listen to your podcast or give both full attention and just do less stuff? What now? (laughs) Sorry, were you doing something else while we were recording the podcast? We're also writing a book and painting a picture. There are certain things that I can do at the same time as other things and then there are certain things that I just Mm -hmm. can't or won't. Running and listening to something is fine. Yeah, that right? seems totally reasonable. Yeah. And, you know, some video games, playing a video game and listening to a podcast is fine. There are sure. some games that you don't really need to hear. Yeah, know. but some, like anything by Clive Barker, you want the full oh, sure. immersive like if you're experience. Clive Barker's Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six by Sid Meier, you're going to want to hear all of those things yeah. because you don't know which thing you're doing at any given point. Are you... Are you scrying ancient ghosts who are trying to kill you? Or are you dum, sneaking dum, dum. into an embassy? Or are you boarding a pirate ship? Or are you trying, trying to take to a picture s- of a ghost? Sword some dudes. Did you ever finish that game, the uh, Fatal Frame? Fatal Frame? No, I didn't even really start it. Oh, I, th- I thought you played a I little. I played half an hour of it or something. It was it too spooky. It real scary. It was as scary as that one ghost emoji. It's so scary. The ghost emoji? Yeah, the ghost emoji. I don't know the ghost emoji. One of his eyes is bigger than the other. It's spooky. Oh, wow. Anonymous says, I've got a friend who's really kind of a drag, and sometimes I really don't like them. However, we share many mutual friends, including my partner. How do I deal with feeling compelled to spend long, uncomfortable weekends away with them sometimes? By the way, I'm super happy that the show is back. It's such a good thing. Oh, well, thanks, Anonymous. Thanks. Um, do you hang out with people that you don't really like who are friends of friends? I don't think Did so. you ever? <sighs> that must have happened at some point. There was yeah, that guy, long. Roy. He was really kind of a... De- oh, shit. Sure. Um, I've never had a long-term situation where I've been hanging out with someone that I don't really like that much. Here's the thing. Only duds are friends with duds. So maybe you should get rid of your partner and all of your other friends. If they're friends with this oh. this dud, they can't be that cool. Your advice is always like clean slate. Burn yeah. the house down. Get yep. rid of your friends. Get divorced. Yeah. Move out of the country. Yep. <laughs> Move into the country. It depends it's, what country you're sure, in. Sure, it depends on what the situation is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It's like... No, I mean... Go I, to Montana you know, City. I... <laughs> It's going to make no sense when I cut out that whole boring thing where we were just listing as many states as we could. Well, you should leave some in. Okay. <laughs> just the funny ones. You can put the rest on the end. Okay. Because we know a lot of them. It's really impressive. It really is. Mexico City. Yep. Cuba City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. England City. 
France city. <laughs> See? See what I mean? Mm-hmm. We know a lot. <clears throat> no, I don't really think that you need to purge uh, purge all of your friends. I mean... Or you, purge on them. You could just... <laughs> like a mother bird. Uh-huh. Uh, you could try becoming interested in this person. Maybe sure. they really are just a dud, though. Sometimes somebody's just a dud. Maybe you say to the other people, man, I think that guy's a dud. And maybe they'll all say, yeah, he is a dud. And then yeah, you guys what's going on? form a pack to kill him. Yeah, unless he's controlling everything like that uh, Twilight Zone movie story. Oh, like story. the kid in the Twilight Zone. Yeah. yeah, it would send, Super him scary. The, send him to the cornfield. That was scary. That kid was kind of a dud. Nobody wanted to hang out with him. Except for the teacher, the right? The lady. Oh, I don't remember. I think I've only actually read the short story that it was based on. Oh, okay. He would send them to, like, Cartoon Land. I think that movie. was in the Twilight Zone version, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, why are they a dud to you? You know, there, there must be something that's yeah. interesting. Everyone has a story to tell. Maybe what they actually are is a mirror, and you're a dud. Well, Maybe yeah. what they are is rubber, and what you are is glue. <laughs> and when you call them a dud, it really means the dud is you. Yeah. Do you think there's anything as being bored? Are you ever bored? I'm not ever really bored anymore, I don't think. I mean, I guess so. Were you ever? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I used to be bored all the time. Huh. All the time when? I don't know, before the iPhone. <laughs> okay. When you were just standing in the line at the bank? Yeah, before I learned to just silently masturbate with the power of my imagination. Sure. But you can do that all the time. I know, and now I can. I'm saying uh-huh. before I before I learned that, it was really it was really hmm. boring all the time. Thanks, iPhone. Yeah, it was. It really was that. Huh. I I don't have enough time to be bored now. Like, there's so much more stuff that I want to do than there is time in a day to do it. And I don't feel like that was always true. Like when when we were younger, sometimes you'd be in your house and you've already read all the books that are there, and you can't just find an infinite amount of novel text to read in the world Mm -hmm. because the internet isn't a thing and like you've already played all your video games and you've already uh whatever you did when you were a kid you've already rolled all of the hoops down a hill with a stick Uh they're already all at the bottom Uh of the hill interesting i don't feel many times when i was bored except for when i was with among friends that also were bored or claimed we're bored. Yeah, I don't know. I that's that's a feeling that I have not had for a very long time. There are plenty of times that I don't want to do something and I I'm consciously being lazy but not bored. That's like procrastinating though. I mean, that's a Right. I mean, that's yeah, but that's, that, that that's not that you're bored, right? You're just not no, doing the thing. I guess that, it's know. like I guess it's that that's that feeling is actually kind of similar to being bored, like a kind of a listless. Like, I know there's a bunch of stuff that I should be doing, but I don't feel like doing any of it. So I'm just like staring at the screen, not getting anything done. Mm-hmm. That happens to me sometimes. I guess that's like being mm-hmm. bored. Maybe you could try to play uh, one of those anti dud uh, like travel car games with Mm. them all the time yeah like like a shape search okay yeah you just look around and see what shapes you can see yeah and just name just name them say hey hey what's up dud i'm assuming this guy's name is dud (laughs) Uh Uh, dudley yeah yeah dudley he's got a he's got a his his carl is named budley so it's he's got to be careful uh 
but th- she'll know that's not a B. Like, that's clearly, this is like a kid trying to fake on his report card. That is not what a B looks like. It's not just like a D with an extra line through it. <laughs> Budley. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, or, you know, that one where you're like, all right, where you uh, say, all right, I'm going to California and I'm going to take an apple. And then he says, I'm going to California and I'm going to take a banana and then you just keep naming as many fruits as you can. Or that game where you say, I believe that the capital of West Virginia is West Virginia City. And then he says, well, I believe that the capital of Arkansas is Arkansas City. And then you just keep going back and forth to see how many states you can name. Sure. That is not a thing that boring people do. No, it's not. That is a thing that hilarious people do. And by doing that with Dudley, you'll make him hilarious. Mm-hmm. And you'll bond. Yeah. Uh, Tom says, hi, dogs. I need your help workshopping a Tom slash Phil Collins joke. The closest I've come to making it work is a Phil Collins is two parts lemon juice to three parts Susu Sambuca, or maybe something about not needing a jacket to drink one. Uh, my friends are sick of me trying to work it out. There's a joke in there somewhere, but I can't find it. All right. So I read this earlier, and the only thing that I came up with was you redefine the Tom Collins to be something that has rum and pear cider in it, and you just say, I can feel it rumming in the pear tonight. Oh, Lord. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Um, it's on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went to the grocery store the other day, and they were playing Billy, Don't You Lose My Number. A lot of the time when I walk into that grocery store, they're playing Phil Collins. And sometimes really? I think they just do, they see me coming and then they're like, oh, Zach's coming in. Let's play some Phil Collins because he'll appreciate There's a that. Button. Yeah. I remember every once in a while when I would go to the grocery store and they would be playing Phil Collins and then I would go to the Dutch Bros to get a coffee. They would say, how's your day going? I would always say, pretty good. They were playing Phil Collins at the grocery <laughs> store. And then they would say, who's Phil Collins? And I would just sort of groan and Wow. Everyone should know who Phil Collins is. Everyone should. Especially people who were, they were probably also listening to Phil Collins a lot of the time, but it was fucking Pandora. So they didn't know what anything was. Hmm. That's true. You know, I don't want to get all old man about this, but that actually drives me fucking crazy. (laughs) That no one knows what anything is anymore. When you're at a place and people are like, yeah, I'm grooving to this tune. And you're like, what song is this? This is pretty good. They're like, I don't know. Some Pandora. (laughs) Well, could you look? Like, do you not like... Do you just never want to listen to a curious? song twice? Uh-huh. Like, you obviously like this song. Not even a little bit curious what it is. Like, it's not. I want to know what something is when I don't like the song also. Oh, yeah. So, you know to avoid it. Exactly. You can put a minus in front of that. Who the fuck is this? I don't want to listen to them again. Yep. Kids today. Millennials, am I right? They don't even know what the song is. It's post-millennials. They're just going to make up their own song on YouTube. Kate says, sometimes my hot dog is all hard on one side and soggy on the other side. Is this the effect of my hot dog's emotions? No, I think you just need to get a better microwave. Hmm. How can a hot dog be soggy? Like spongy? Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, you know, if it's like hard, if it gets hard on one side, the other side is soggy in comparison. Yeah, boiled but maybe if both hot dogs were soggy. You think a boil do you like a boiled hot dog? That's better than microwave hot dog. I used to boil hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And but, it doesn't take that long. No. Just don't wash the water. Just don't wash the pot. Just use it for a soup. Use it as a soup stock or mm-hmm. use it to boil tomorrow's hot dog. All oh, tomorrow's yeah. hot dogs. Yeah. Concentrate them. And on Friday, you make a soup. Mm. But what if it gets gross? What if it congeals in the meantime? Do you put a lid on it or something? Or do you put the yeah, hot dog water in the fridge? Yeah, you refrigerate it. Yeah, oh, in okay. the fridge. Just stick it in the fridge. 
Okay. Is that a special kind of appliance? No, it's the fridge. Oh. That's just how I say that. That's just how, okay. That's weird that I never knew this about you. I've no. known you for 20 some years and I've never. Well, we don't talk about fridges a lot. I guess that's true. Yeah. That's weird. You know, I guess you never really, you never really were on me to clean it when we were roommates because you did no. all the cleaning. That's no, just, the, the free elves. It's just how it works. Oh, the free elves did it? Mm-hmm. Dear Zach and Roy, says nesting in Nashville. I finally have some long-term stability in my life and will be living in the same place for the next five years. How do I decorate a house like an adult? Uh, no posters unless they're framed. That's right? true. Yep. Um, you need some sort of vase. Okay. Um, with like a you can't, potpourri in it. You can't put... Oh, yeah. Uh, get uh, like a like a wooden bowl... Filled with like wicker spheres. Exactly. And maybe one sphere that has like little metal balls on it. Okay. And like, a yeah, maybe one of them is secretly like a spherical uh, hollowed out gourd. Mm-hmm. And maybe it has a couple seeds in it to give yeah, a sort of a, like, a, like a tactile component right. to the experience. Um, uh, pillows on your couch. Yeah. Right? Lots of them. Like just, and they're not, not comfortable ones. Like not ones yeah, that you would ever the, use. For the anything. kind you have to move out of the way if you want to sit down. Yeah. Like, like actively get in the way of using your furniture mm-hmm. um tv trays you need a couple nice tv trays and maybe even like a special one which is short lit like if you were having breakfast in bed oh, like if you were going to serve breakfast in bed yeah. to uh carl's mistress exactly uh you so that you're prepared no more uh no more uh, bikini lady posters only full nudes mm-hmm. and in the garage only in the garage, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what... It's important. It's mm-hmm. important to have... Uh, the, there's only two things that are allowed to be on your uh, garage walls, and those are wrenches and framed posters of totally nude ladies. Mm-hmm. And uh, you also need, like, a half-built engine or taken-apart engine, like, in the middle of the garage. Mm-hmm. And you need brand-new tools that you have never used that are shiny and all laid out. Okay. Um, You're going to have to like get someone to put the engine there for you. You'll need one room that's like a man cave. So uh, that'll need a lot of wood paneling. Mm-hmm. And, and it's labeled man cave. It says man cave on uh-huh. it. Uh, and, on the inside and the outside. Right. So, you know, now leaving man cave. Now, now entering, entering yeah, man exactly. cave. Uh, you need to get a lot of uh, animal stuffed animal heads on the wall. And not like the teddy bear. I mean, like an animal that you killed or right. that someone killed and then they sold it to a thrift store. Right. You know, so like cats, dogs, uh, quail, right? Doves. Yeah. Um, it's okay to have a clock, but the clock can't have printed numbers on it. And right. It has, to, it has to just have like those little lines. So you have to actually know how to read a clock or you can just like not know what time it is. Like if you're going to be living there for five years, the fuck uh-huh. do you care if it's like noon or whatever? Uh, my favorite type of clock that's like that is because I'm an artist. I love the kind of clock, which is like an artist easel. And then there are little smears of color paint for each, each number. Oh, right. So like what right. time and is they're, it, Roy? And they're oh, like, it's like blue. And they're brushes for the hour and minute hand. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, I don't know if this pretty guy's classy. an artist. I don't know if this guy's an artist though. Well, you, you know. so, I mean, like, if you know, you well, were, well, if you are an artist, instead of the engine, just have an artist easel 
out in the garage. If you were an accountant instead of an artist, you could have like, you know, instead of paint smears, there could be like a paper clip on each one. And then there are uh, pencils and a, and like a, like a calculator as the big hand and the little hand. (laughs) Calculator? Yeah. Is that the hour hand? The calculator has a clock on it. So, so you're kind of cheating. Digital clock, right? If you're a fireman, um, all of the numbers could be, uh, like little fires. And the hands could be um, little fire hoses. Mm, mm-hmm. And it's on a ladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classic. Um, if you're a cop, it's just like guns. Like each of the each of the numbers is a gun. It's a full revolver. And then the and then the big hand is a big gun, and the little uh-huh. hand is a little gun. little gun. Yeah. And uh, the the alarm is just all of the guns firing. <laughs> It's gun so o'clock. That's what wakes you up? It's gun o'clock. <laughs> Get the fuck to work. You got people to serve and protect. Um, you should get yourself a, a couch, which isn't stained. Yeah. Oh, right. And like an actual couch, like from a couch store. Not, uh, you can't just like stack up a bunch of milk crates and put sheets on them and say, this is my couch. I mean, that, maybe that. Uh, well, I mean, there's a bit avant garde to that. Yeah. Like, that'll, I mean, you, that'll, some people can pull that off. That'll fly with your art buddies. Maybe if you're, okay, here's a compromise. If you're a milkman, your clock, can be on a milk crate and it can be a bunch of milk stains for the numbers and then bottles of milk for the hands. But you're probably not a milkman. I don't think they have those anymore. How do you see the what, milk stains? Whatever happened black to predictability? Light? Yeah, well, it's on a black, it's on a piece of black construction paper. I see. It's in, you know, it's got like bacterial colonies growing on it. It's, you know. Uh-huh. It's, it's proactive. I think proactive is that face cream. What am I thinking of? Probiotic. Probiotic. Yep. It's great for your acne. Just smear a lot of bacteria on your face. It'll probably eat your pimples. Uh-huh. Roy. Yeah. You just know that after listening to this, people are starving for our help. Uh-huh. How would they get it from us? Uh, well, if they still want our help, they would go to advicehotdog.com, and there they can submit a question directly. But if they would like a different route or route... Uh, they would go to Twitter, which is at Advice Hot Dog, or they can send us an email to advicehotdog at gmail.com. They can also give us a call at Roy218Zach, Z A C K. And the last one is send us a postcard to 1803 North 38th Street, Phoenix 85008. That's Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona City, AZ. Arizona City, Arizona. Yeah. AZ City, AZ. Mm-hmm. They'll get there. If you put the 85008, they'll just ignore everything else that you wrote, and it'll get here. Is there any other way? I think that's it. Oh, Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Uh, yeah. Slash Advice Hot Dog. Yeah. Is that a thing? Do you maintain that? Yeah, I look at it. Okay. Do you ever post anything on it? I haven't for a while, and I think I should go back to doing that. Start talking about the episodes. Mm-hmm. You got to let our Facebook fans know. Mm-hmm. Well, most of those fans um, have sort of picked up on the Twitter and the Instagram. Oh, do you have right? an advice hot dog Instagram? I don't. I just use mine, which is uh, Instagram.com slash RWV art. That's it. There was an adorable photograph of your daughter the other day asleep with her hair blowing in the wind. Yeah, that wasn't on that one. I know. That it was, was on, on your Crimes. wife's. It was on your wife's. But. It was still adorable. Yeah, it was. 
She's sweet. Um, by the way, that's I wanted to mention this. Our show that we did in Tucson, which is up until August 31st, uh, I've posted a bunch of photos of that on my Instagram, which is the RWV Art Instagram, if anyone wanted to look at that. This episode of Advice Hot Dog is brought to you by Furniture.com, localized for 852-50. Change. Coming soon. What's this? Living rooms. Uh, you know, from beanbags to deluxe king size beds, furniture.com has has you uh, supported. Furniture.com. Visit furniture.com now in true black. Shop bedroom. Shop dining. See our pop takes. Thank you, furniture.com, for uh, supporting us. Now we support you. Moondread writes, would you rather lose your sight or your hearing? Mm, sight. You think? Yes. I was, Are you okay? <laughs> yep. Sorry, I swallowed wrong. I was thinking about it. If you lost your hearing, you would never be able to like enjoy the laughter of a child. Mm-hmm. But if you lost your sight, you would not be able to look at boobs. But you can feel them. That's true. You can feel Could, them either way. This came up recently in my marriage. And Corinne asked me, you know, what would I do? We were watching Daredevil. Have you watched that? I have not. You should. That's really well, well well done. People keep telling me there's a guy on it that looks like me. Oh, yeah, there totally is. Yeah. Wesley. Okay. Uh, not in character, but he does, you know, I, I also made that joke with Corinne. She's like, oh, yeah, that totally looks like Zach. He wears nice suits. Yeah, so He do always I. looks good. So do I, buddy. <laughs> um. I think if I would lose my sight, you know, she asked me, would I still be an artist? And I said, yeah, totally. I'd, you know, just do like photorealistic female nudes. You would just do sculptures of boobs so that you could grope women. I, she would be so into that. Your wife would be so supportive of that. I just know. I, like, I just know based on specific anecdotes from. That's not true. <laughs> the, the history of your relationship, how into that shit I don't your think wife she, would be. She would not be into that. Yeah, no, I don't think so either, Roy. So if you lost your hearing, you would never be able to appreciate music again. Or a podcast. If you lost your sight, you would not be able to look at titties. So that's what it comes down to? I think so. I Mm. think for me, the primary function of my sight is seeing boobs. Well, here's the question. Would you rather see boobs or touch boobs? Uh, Well, I can touch them whether I can see them or not. But mm-hmm. I, can, I would rather touch them and see them than touch them and hear them because they don't make a lot of noise. I mean, I like, you know, like maybe heartbeat. Like you could, you could get them to make a sound, uh-huh. you know, you can like hit it. You could play a guitar with them. Sure. That's kind of like them making a noise. Sight. I would rather lose my sight. I, I don't believe you. I've, I've thought about this a lot. Not just recently. Are you, is that actually your honest answer? Yeah, that is. Boy, no. Wow, no. Wow. Sound is, sound penetrates you. Like, you feel sound. I want to hear. I mean, if I want you, to hear, if, too. Really, I you, want all my senses. If you can't hear, you are, I feel, you know, and, and I would really like uh, listeners who are either blind and probably we don't have that many listeners who are deaf. Um, I would like to know, you know, how you feel about it, because I feel that you are much more disconnected if you don't have hearing than you would be without sight. Wow. I 
cannot. That, but that's my feeling. I, I, I don't. I don't honestly know. We never disagree so strongly about a stinger as we do right now, Roy. But is yours actually because of titties? Oh, probably. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's mostly what I want to look at. Uh huh. <clears throat> and it's. So, I mean, so I also like being deaf would more or less not stop me from playing video games. Being blind mm. absolutely would. Oh, see, okay. But see, I don't, I don't think about that in this situation. But you're a visual artist. Sure. Okay. Hmm. So you think that you'd be like the visual arts equivalent of Beethoven, where going deaf didn't slow you down any? I, I don't, I honestly don't know. But I feel that you know, like art not being um, a thing. Well, I, it is still a thing. I, I feel that I could still make sculpture. I feel like I could still visualize what I would want to make. Mm. Maybe that's the difference. You have the ability to actually see pictures in your head. Mm -hmm. And I don't. Which means that I always see titties in my I head. I know. Man. Man, I wish I were you. Yeah. I wish I was just constantly thinking about... Like, I can think about boobs, and it's like, oh, What do you boobs. think? Uh, do, you, do you see the word boobs? Yeah, I really the, do. Like the calculator upside yeah, I down? Yeah, see boobs. And, like, the O's kind of look like boobs, so, like, I can jerk off to that. It's fine. Sure. Yeah. Know? But no, it's just weirdly disconnected. Like, I, it doesn't stick, right? It's like every boob. It's like the it's like a platonic set of boobs mm -hmm. that's sort of every boob and no boobs at the same time. Uh huh. Not specific boobs. Yeah, it doesn't stick. You know, there's huh. no specific things. It's just it's it's almost impossible for me to hold an image in my head. I feel like with you, it is not because you can like imagine something and then like consult that consistent imagining of it while you reproduce it on paper. Oh, or, sure. Or, I, I thought we were still in, in still the in bank. Boobs. But you could. You could still. I mean, I mean, like, you can just keep keep thinking about the same boobs. Sure. Yeah. And sometimes they, you know, it's like a dream. They morph into other boobs. See, I feel like the way that you described your visual imagination operating when you were on acid, it sounded to me like that's, no, that's just the way it is. Allegedly on acid, please. <laughs> I've been Zach. I've been Roy, and this has been Advice Hot Dog. A bunch first. Like a fuck a bunch. Wait, are you no. saying oh, like fuck. fuck, 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 like fuck. to stop myself yeah. from stuttering? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Shit. Hi. You have to say it a bunch. You have to say it a bunch of times. You can't just say shit once. Oh shit! 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 All right. Are you oh, done? I'm I'm having a Hersey syrups moment. Are you done fucking around? <laughs> fuck! 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 Fucking around. <laughs>